When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go to the outside. Can he make a power run? He does. Steals the lead from Shimoda. What a power move by Hayden Deegan. And the Deegan fans, you can hear them going nuts. Red flag is out. We rarely see this halfway through a moto. That's going to change things in a hurry because Hayden Deegan had a huge lead. Let's do it again. Not as good a jump for Shimoda this time. It looks like Vial, but he got tagged. Oh. And it's by Deegan. And Deegan's down. And he and Vial are going to be last next to last. And this thing has changed in a hurry. Welcome to Title 24, presented by NB Sports. I'm Ricky Carmichael. We've got Ryan Villapoto as well as my co host. Uh, before we get going, we got to thank Foxo USA, Quad Lock Case. And always United Motorsports, we appreciate you guys. And uh, RV, let's get right into it. You guys saw the tease right there. Red flag, absolute uh, chaos. And, dude, I, I kind of feel for Deegan. That was, he, he was rolling. I think he had that one in the bag, dude. I, I do too. I mean, he was, he was riding really well. Um, you know, Bud's Creek, the track looked, looked really good. Um, I know some of the guys were, we're talking about a little of the line selections, you know, meaning like that it was a little bit sometimes hard to pass. Um, I felt like, you know, if you rode the track really hard, kind of like Deegan, you know, started out, um, I, I, I felt like you could make some passes had definitely had to set them up. Um, but with the way with, with that, with the great start that he had, the position he was in and then a red flag. And, and I, I know it was said on the broadcast, a lot of times red flags are within the first 10 minutes. Let's call it when the pack is more bunched up, but with, right. uh, I think it was like 30 seconds before, basically halfway red flag was pulled. Um, Ricky, what do you think? I mean, that's, 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 as you, as you know, that's a hard thing to, to re-rack, get back, clean your goggles, you know, yeah. get the heart rate down. And then you spike it again for, for 15 minutes, tough situation. Oh, totally. And I've, I've never personally been in that situation. So I don't like, I don't know how I would handle it other than like what you said, it's tough, right? Your goggles are pretty much smoked at that point. Cause you're, you're almost halfway. I think they're like, 30 seconds from throwing the halfway, uh, the halfway flag. So yeah, it, it's tough. And from the best of my knowledge, I know that there was a lot of, a lot of talk, um, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the boards about the, uh, the re-rack and why didn't they do stagger gate and how, you know, how, how Hayden got screwed and a couple guys got screwed. Basically the guys that were up front for the most part, they got closed on the restart. Yeah. Uh, the rule is different than Supercross. That's why it, that's why they re-racked it. Okay, completely different. And I think if it gets to the twenty-minute mark, it's it's um, it's known as a complete race. So if they had made twenty minutes, it would have been the race would have been completed. However, they didn't uh, see what I'm saying. So uh, they, they would have pulled it. they would have pulled the checkered at twenty if that would if we would have been five minutes further along. That's right. That's right. Oh. And and. To the best of my knowledge, and please don't quote me on this, uh, people tuning in, watching, and listening, uh, I do not believe they do a staggered start again like they do in um, in Supercross after a certain amount of laps. I think what is it in a certain mm-hmm. amount of laps if a third of the race has 
has uh, went by. I think it's yep. a staggered start. If it's less than a third of a race, what is it? Full re-rack, restart, yep. right? Yep, yep. Something like that. So, okay, yeah, because uh, I was I was questioning that. I was like, okay, we're fifth. We're basically fifteen minutes in. I was expecting a single file re-rack. You know, like they do in Supercross, they get the they get the you know Thule out there and they let them all go, so they're not all bunched up. I was expecting to see that. So when they re-racked, I was like, wow, this is being that it was 15 minutes in, like you said, we had a complete flop of, of, of turn of events of from what first moto to second or first, first gate drop to second gate drop. And, you know, it definitely put some people in, in, in some bad positions after that. So, um, I was a little bit on the fence about it. You know, I'll be honest. I was like, wow, they're, they're going to re-rack. I'd be pissed if I, if that was me, at least a single file start, you know, you, you, right. you hold your position. Now, your gap might be closer or far, you know, however it is, everybody's close is re-racked and up, up close together. And it's just basically single file start. So I was expecting that. So I was a little caught off guard to be honest. Right. And, and, and I know like everyone's getting beat up, you know, promote across championship and, and all that. But now, now with the partnership that's between um, MX sports and Feld, and then now together working with the SMX world championship series, what I think will happen after this weekend is I think there'll yep. be a culmination between it. And uh, I, I suspect that, that, uh, that, that rule will be tweaked. There'll be some more continuity between uh, both series uh, so that basically it's, it's the same rules. So um, yeah, I mean, listen, man, they're, they're, not, they're it's hard to get it right all the time. Yes. I think a, a staggered start like they do in Supercross would have been perfect. Uh, but at the same time, so we re-rack it, right. And there's always some suspense there. You never know what's going to happen. It's like, Oh, one you, and you have that feeling, at least I do RV, like somebody's going to get hosed. Mm -hmm. So we watched the replay and we, we played it over and over. And in my mind, or actually I want to get your, I want to get your thought. Cause I, I said it on the broadcast. Deegan goes down, comes into the first corner. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Rider error, bat, wrong place, wrong time. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, watching the watching the replay, he came in, uh, he hit the side of Vial, right, and it kind of kicked the kick, you know, the rear tire kind of came off the ground, and it looked like it to me looked like the rear tire caught a little bit of air, and then when it stuffed back to the ground, he was still kind of hooked up with Vial, and it almost like ripped the bars out of his hands. Mm -hmm. um, I would say. Probably a little, com hot? yeah, coming in a little hot, you know, uh, in, not anticipating, you know, probably Vial being there, thinking that maybe Vial was going to, you know, let off or give up that position. Not everybody comes into the first turn like you like, you know, like Deegan or like we did, you know, there's always some guys that kind of like tiptoe through and, and, and make, try to make smart decisions where guy like Deegan he's 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 almost making his own luck in that scenario he knew that there was a re-rack he knew he had to get back up front he was just leading the race so i don't want to use the words desperation but i'm sure he knew as soon as that gate dropped that he's like okay i gotta make something happen here i don't have the start that i had at, in, in gate drop number one and uh came in a little hot and got hooked up with vial there and it just ripped the bike out of his hands you know it's kind of a bummer because he was sitting up on a really good inside gate as everybody knows buds creek i mean famous start 07 for me Larika, you gave me the inside and, yeah, and that, that's a running spot right i mean yeah you you, you got to go on the inside especially for how tight people don't realize how tight that first turn is on tv you know like mm -hmm. you might come you might you may be a fifth place guy coming into the first turn but everybody blows wide and it leaves the inside open and here you come with the whole shot you know so um I think it was a great move, great spot where he where he where he picked a gate and all of all of that, all of the above, except for 
maybe came in a little too hot, a little, little aggressive. Yeah, that's what I think. I think, and hey, lesson learned. He's a rookie. He's figuring out. He's learned a lot. I mean, we've, they interviewed, they've interviewed his dad, a lot of firsts this year. So uh, yeah, hey, it's easy to do. He was excited. I mean, the guy was toting the mail for sure that first moto. I mean, he looked, I, I'm, I just feel like he's making those steps. We've talked about it enough now. Like since Washugal, I think I think he's one of the best, the, the fastest guys. I think he's made that next step. So little mistakes like that. Yeah, he definitely got in a little hot. Ran to the back of the owl, goes down. Then, dude, Justin Cooper rode good. Like he he withheld the pressure from Hunter. Damn good, man. I was yeah, surprised. he I wasn't surprised, he, but yeah, no, he he did. You know, like that. The one thing that you know that that Coop has or Justin Cooper has is is you know, man, he's got the speed. He's got the consistency. Sometimes it's it's where I think I see the fault um, with with Justin is is just sometimes when he doesn't put himself in a great position off the start, it's sometimes mm-hmm. hard for him to come through the pack, um, you know. But being that he was able to you know ride as well as he did, and you know, like he's 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 the top guy. You know, I think this is he had said this is what. Iron Man's going to be his last 250 pro race, right? So, right. well, I think he's going to do SMX, right? On okay, yep, yeah. SMX, but then last you know, national, yep, last national, and then he'll move on his way up after SMX, the three SMX shootout rounds, you know. So, um, we know we've already seen Justin on a 450 a little bit in Supercross, you know, held his own. So, yeah. um, yeah. interest, it's going to be very interesting to see because I don't put him on my list of being like, okay, when this guy goes 450, he's he's yeah. going to you know, he's going to do really, really well. I think he will. I look at him, I kind of look at it as he's kind of got to figure out, like, to me, he's a little docile for the 450 right. class. So as as you all know, it's a com- it's a completely different class. Big, big, big jump. Um, but I'm big. looking forward to see what he can do with it. Yeah, and I think he's strong enough. I mean, like you said, he came in midstream. He didn't start the series. I think he came in at, in Houston. Uh, the whoops are pretty gnarly this year. He, yep. I, I think you take away the whoops. I know it's supercross. You're not taking away whoops, but coming in mid, mid, mid season, the whoops were gnarly, especially at Houston. He held his own. He did well. I mean, dude, he, he he's solid. I, he's going to have to show me some stuff if he's going to be up on the podium all the time, but dude, he's one of those guys. He gets good starts. Like you said, his regular pace, his comfort pace is good enough anywhere from fifth to 10th hmm. on a good night, 10th on a bad night. Cause that, yep. that, I feel like those riders in the fifth to 10th uh, group are pretty close in speed. I mean, all the guys are close, but those it's, it's like a musical chairs, a lot like the two fifty class. I feel like mm-hmm. um, I think it'll be a good four fifty guy. He's going to, you know, it's going to be hard to your point, 120%. It's a massive jump, but uh, I, I don't know who he's going to ride for. I hope he gets, I hope that the monster energy star Yamaha team sticks by him. He's um, I, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out with Tomac on there with Coop on there. Are they going to have a third 450 guy? What's the budgets look like? And then, you know, like it's basically between Ferrandis and him, I would think if they're going to have a third guy. Yeah. And what would you do, Ricky? If you're, if you're Bobby Reagan, like what's your, would you, would you, Dude. are you going to, are you going to chance, are you going to take it and put your effort into more of a rookie or are you going to stick with the, with the veteran, you know, the veteran, you know, as for, as for uh, Dylan? Um, I'm going to, you, you realize I'm going to piss, piss whoever. Yeah, I, I know that's why we have this show, Ricky. That's why we have this show. Come on, yeah. yeah so I, I think, uh, I think in my opinion, I feel like 
Ferrandis should probably ride for somewhere else. I think mm-hmm. his time has expired at the team just for knowing the ins and outs and how long he's been there. And, you know, he's talked about the bike. Yes, they have it better. Uh, I think that they should get Justin Cooper. Um, I, I think having a guy like Ferrandis, I think having a guy like Cooper and Eli, I think that'd be a lot to manage. I think mm-hmm. feeling would get hurt. I really do believe that. Um, because I, I feel like a guy like Ferrandis, who has won a premier championship, he's going to expect the same level of commitment from, you, you know, that, that Eli gets and that Cooper gets. Um, I think that they will give a guy like Justin Cooper the attention that he needs. Uh, but I don't think that Cooper is Justin Cooper. That is, is going to require that. Uh, yeah. I think he is pretty, in my opinion, and I could be completely wrong. I do not know this, even though I see those guys all the time. Uh, I feel like he just, he's an easy guy and a good guy to have on your team. He's low maintenance for the most part. He's going to get you good, solid results. And I think for a third guy and money the, for what you could get him for, I think he'd be a good hire. That's, so I would, I would take Justin Cooper. Yeah, I agree. Well, all those, all the above, I agree with that. You're going to get a good deal on him. Um, you know, and, and like you said, I think Dylan being that a past champion you got Eli, um, also in there that not that that's been new. They've, they've been teammates, you know, in the past. Right. So, um, I just, like you said, I think maybe a new team would be good for him too. And no matter what's business and you got to look at it, you're going to get a better buy on, on Cooper right now than you would Dylan. Yeah. Dylan's just a guy. Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's a household name Yep, and you, you, if he catches fire and he gets confidence, he's going to he, he he has the potential to be good and 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 he's he costs more money. So I think to, I just think you know from a cap standpoint, I think they I think they're good with with um, with Cooper Webb. I think they're good with Eli, and I think a third guy like Justin Cooper would be great. I think Justin Cooper has done great for that race team. So has Dylan Ferrandez, but I think for the money, I think it's the better buy. That's what mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's 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 see here. So that was the first moto. Um, I hated to see uh, Ryder De Francisco get balled up on that second start. Yeah, I think you know we talked about this a couple times, RV. I feel like you have a couple of certain guys that um, you know they're looking to run up front, and they just need that little that that one chance to run up there that that will help them learn that pace and be like, okay that guy was doing that. That's what we need to work on this week. And I just, I, he was in that moment before the red flag. And then obviously the red flag, I think stole his chances to be in that position. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. There was like, he's like, we talked about it. Some guys that ended up in a really good position, first gate drop, red flag pulls, re-rack gate drop again. And they, if complete opposite scenario. And, uh, you know, I think for Ryder, he was able to really get to, he, he got a taste of, of those front runners at yeah. Unadilla. And, right. Um, you know, right. I got to talk to him, you know, talk to Ryder afterwards and, mm-hmm. and, uh, he's like, yeah, I just got, got tight, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you haven't seen that pace before. You know, you've been running, running, you know, consistently from like eighth to, you know, 11th, 12th. Um, now you put yourself up on the box for the first five laps and it, man, it's like, it's, it's, it's like you can spread your wings and, you know, some guys, you know, puts it, it's definitely tough to go to a unit to a track like Unadilla. And then all of a sudden, pull the whole shot, throw yourself up into the lead. Yeah. Settle in in third mm-hmm. and then try to keep that pace going, you know? So arms, 
arms maybe blowed, blew up a little bit, you know, didn't, wasn't expecting that pace. And then, you know, Bud's Creek comebacks out, puts himself in a great position, gets a good start. And then we have the red flag. So he was able to rebound for second, you know, second moto. I think it was a seventh, I believe the second moto, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I, I feel he like made- he's right off the cuff. He's one of those rookies that, that, you know, he's, he's right there. A couple more to your point of what you said, a couple more putting Getting himself in those positions and learning and seeing what that pace is right out of the gate. Cause you know, it's, it's like dropping, it's, it's a thousand horses coming out of the, out of the deal. there, just wide open. Oh. If you're not used to it, you, no. it, it's, it's bizarre. The difference between fifth and the guy and everybody that's listening, it's really bizarre from fifth through eighth. If you start fifth through eighth versus starting first through third, that first through third pace, those first three laps ain't nothing like the fifth through 10th or eighth spot in the back. It's yeah. it's it balls to the, the wall. The, the intensity, the intensity is freaking yeah, a, a level ahead of what you said. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And another thing, the reason that is, and those guys, and like when you're in that fifth to 10th, like what you're talking about RV, Dude, there's guys going everywhere. So you have to kind of ride a little cautious because they you know, guys are moving from right to left. And next thing you know, they, you know, they hit your front wheel, then you crash. Mm. So I was I I hated to see what happened after the red flag for him, but uh, he rebounded, had a great one. Also, some notables, uh massive shout out to some of the younger guys coming up. Um, Juju yep. uh Bo Mare, he did great. That I love seeing young guys come out there. Uh Finnis did really well as well, and then Cochran. He yep. was in the mix. Um, you know, that 250 class is so tough. I, I say it. I think I think if you can run top 10 in the 250 class, that's respectable uh, just because everyone is so close. So I love seeing young kids come out there. So they got uh, – that's cool. I feel like mm. – I like to know what you think about this RV, but when you're a young rider like that and you come out and you're able to have success and run up there, run up front uh, your first – your first race, do you feel like that's a huge step forward and you kind of, okay, now he knows where that eighth to 10th spot speed is. So do you expect that he would be able to do that next week, say going into Ironman? Yeah, I think, I think the biggest hurdle for some of these guys, you know, that, um, I can't use Deegan example because he came out and yeah. lit, you know, lit, you know, lit everything up on fire. So he, he crushed it. Right. But guys like Juju guys like Cochran, um, Ryder, for example, like I think, a big stress part of it is, is where do I fall? Where am I going to come in? Like I, I, you know, winning Loretta's fastest amateur, whatever the case may be, however your trajectory was through amateur. I think the biggest, you know, um, thing to, to try to wrap your head around as, as a guy coming in as, as a rookie is where am I going to fall? I think the biggest thing is, it's like, if like Juju, for example, stepping out there, having some really good rides, putting it inside the top 10 there for, you know, and, and, and just hovering right around the top, top 10, right outside, having some good motos. I think that's a big confidence builder of okay, where, where do I fall? And if right. you were able to come out at a gnarly track, like Bud's Creek end of the season, I've, all these guys have lots of, you know, laps underneath their belt compared to you. And if you can come out and throw it up there, I think it's just a big pressure reliever to be yeah. like, okay, I'm in the mix. Am I, I'm not winning, which is, that's fine. I wasn't expecting to come out and win, but I think to, to be able to understand, I was like, I'm, I'm actually, I'm in the mix right here, my round, round one. And I know that I'm only going to get better. So I think that's, a, it's a, more of a stress reliever. I think for, for the, for the, for the kid, for the parents too, it's like, okay, whew, okay. We're, yeah. we're in the mix. We're in the mix. We're not way out. Right. So we don't have a ton of work to do. Now we have a ton of work to win, 
but where we want to be these first three, four, five, or first season, we're right where we're in that happy medium spot. Right. Right. That's good. Um, second moto dude, not, not a whole lot to talk about there. Hunter absolutely crushed it. You know, got a good start. He was up front early, made a couple clutch pack key passes early. I mean, yeah, it was pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Really nothing exciting in my opinion there. Yeah. I mean, he just, once again, just consistency and, and keeps knocking off the, 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 you know, leading laps and putting himself right. in a good position. I mean, we're going to talk about it again and it's, it's not, you know, we won't elaborate on, on, on it too much, but um, you know, with his points being in the, in the position he's in um, I think the one thing that I do see is, is Hunter's not giving, okay, I got a 22 point lead or, you yeah. know, I got, you know, I, I'm just going to ride around. He's out there um, to fight for these wins. And I think that is the number one thing is it keeps him out of trouble. It keeps him yeah. from, mistakes you know right now we have uh hunter lawrence with 391 justin cooper down 22 joe shimoda down 48 so there's some guys that are still pretty close um but hunter's out there for race wins and it keeps his mind sharp and on point riding 100 percent. if he were to go out there and ride around at 80 percent and just you know cruise and cruise it down in with these this 22 point lead um as we know it's motocross he's already had a bike um fail and things like that so go out get every last point yeah. you can and not to, not to mention that those checks. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize what well, was Volans in front of his uh, his uh, teammate Tom Bial there. But we have SMX points, and I want to go to SMX points really quick on the 250. And and here you guys go right there, Hunter Lawrence, class of the field. He's got over what is it over uh, 120 point lead over Hayden Deegan, who is second in SMX uh, combined points. RJ Hampshire's right there. But if you look from second to fourth. Deegan Hampshire kitchen. That's close. That's mm -hmm. really close. Uh, that's going to be a good battle. It's going to be tough for those guys. I will tell you it's going to be tough for those guys to, uh, to beat Lawrence in the SMX championship because SMX uh, just because he has such a big lead. However, with the double points in Chicago, triple points at LA that gives that, that gives them guys an, an opportunity. And uh, here you go right there, RV. There's the SMX playoffs overview, three rounds, Charlotte, Chicago, Points are doubled each round, two motos each round, highest score overall. So like moto, prize money per round, 404,000. Total points fund, 5.5 uh, million. This is the first ever playoffs. It's going to be exciting to see. Uh, myself, personally, I'm excited to see um, all of the rounds. I, I think that the hybrid track, the faster tracks, especially at Z-Max Speedway and um, Raceway, at uh in charlotte and then and then uh chicago those tracks being faster that you guys see right there there's the uh there is the schedule z max september 9th charlotte uh chicago land september 16th and then obviously the uh, coliseum which i think will be more super cross based i think i think hayden deegan's going to be pretty quick at those and the reason that i say that is because with the higher speed tracks he hangs it out i think you I think you need that type of riding style for those courses. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I do agree. I think very interesting with, with, like you said, I, I look at, we have the first two, right? We have, we have Charlotte, we have Chicago yeah. going to be, I think kind of similar conditions, similar layout, not similar layouts, but similar conditions at a, at a NASCAR place. I think the, the kicker for me is going to be what's our weather going to be like out here in Southern California when we go to LA Coliseum being that they're going to run the peristyle and, and what kind of dirt are they going to bring in? I've seen old videos of 
the Coliseum, it gets pretty hard packed. So my point, what I'm making is, is we're going to have on that last round with, with triple points. Like, I think we're going to have the track play a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, upset. Yeah. Upset. Yeah. Yeah. With hard pack blue groove, or is it going to be tacky, ruddy, like kind of Anaheim gets, I know we just, we just had uh, Hurricane Hillary blow through. They call it, you know. How was it, dude? Yeah. Like it, it was good. It, it, we tons, like good amount of rain by us at the beach. Not really a ton of wind, but I know up in like the mountain areas, they got you know anywhere from three to five inches. It dumped, you know, so um, definitely needed it. But my point is, is I think that um, t- way different track conditions for LA than the first two. I think. And if we get oh, the blue groove and we get the hard pack, are we going to see a little more of a Vegas style at LA, which I think would be, as you know, Ricky, me and you have raced, um, oh, yeah. you know, Vegas, you know, the, for the last round for the finale out there in Vegas for, for Supercross, And that, that track was always, no matter what the layout was, you'd show up and you'd be like, you knew that it was going to be blue groove. It was, Dude, it was so big, roached. It was a roach track. So <laughs> my point is, is does LA get a little bit like that? And it really, you know, the, the, the strong, the, the ones that want can hang it out. The ones that can, you know, ride the blue groove hard pack. Are we going to see some of that, which I hope we do. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be exciting. Uh, so that's, that's going to be fun. Uh, shifting gears. All right, let's get into the 450. So we all been talking about all the keyboard warriors and I, I know, I know what you and I thought, thought would happen, but, mm-hmm. uh, so jet gets a bad start, right. And he's behind all the main beat players, you name it, Sexton, Ferranis, every he's behind all the guys that every all some of the keyboard warriors would say. And here's a replay of the start the, of, of the first moto. And he just kind of gets jammed up, like to what you were saying, RV. It's a very tricky corner. There's uh, Sexton on on his right hand side. And dude, he just starts he just starts coming through. And you know, we talked about how or I say we. People were talking about how hard it was to pass. Didn't look like it was so hard. So take it away, RV. Tell me. Tell you know, me. I th- yeah, I think that I, I know we've been we've been trying to make up this narrative of who's yeah. going to beat Jet, Jet and all these things. And and um, you know, I personally think to your point, what you just said, like we watched him pass through these guys. I I think it's it shows you how much better he is and it might not just all be off of just a straight up lap time you know you know i know a lot of people are like oh chase is pretty close yes he is close and i think it was he chase wrote a phenomenal other than his mistakes that he made but jet like was able to slice and dice through these guys like you said they weren't they weren't um you know riding around ac rode good Barsha rode good um he was able to make quick work of these guys and come right through the pack which i think shows you how smart he is on the motorcycle, how much he thinks methodically of making passes. Pass. Like that pass was sick right there on AP. If ever, you know, we're, we're watching the replay right now, folks. And, and, and right there, I'm coming through mechanics here. You got to step up. You could see the, the front wheel just, it was so vague on the ground. You could see it pushing and moving and, and catching. And he was floating across that inside and just it was two wheel it. drift. Two wheel drift and the and my point is is I think if you watch some other guys they would yeah they could two wheel drift right there but they might slam into that rut. Jet was able to two wheel drift with the amount of speed he had and still he was thinking ahead on it. Once I drop in and slam that rut, typically the bike can you know unload on the inside. Well he he came in there and he just knew that he had to touch that berm super soft so that he didn't get the unload to the inside because now you're going left over all those singles. I just think his te- his riding, his technically his his riding is is 
is is so much better than everybody else's right now. And, and that's every, why I see you the passes like just happen like that. Everybody listening to Title 24 right now or 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 who is watching it depending on if you're on other sports on NBC's YouTube page or you're on Peacock or you like I said you're just listening to it on Amazon Music. What Ryan Villopoto just said right there is some of the best analysis and breakdown of a championship rider from a multi-time champion that you you will ever hear he is exactly right and that is the difference in a guy like jet and then a guy that has had the success like ryan has had he knows he knows that right and that is you you could have you could not have broken that down any better and that is the things that I know that our VCs, I see it's hard to show that and tell that on the broadcast. That's why we have this platform right here with mm -hmm. the podcast. And it's just un un unbelievable. So we're going through that, right? And we got something. Oh, bud, this, this was this was unreal. So we got uh, Ken Roxon's tweet. Um, Kenny, Kenny posts this out. It says, Jed is amazing. No doubt. Extremely talented, mature racer. Yep. Okay. He says, but you'd think the reporters see a good dirt bike rider for the first time in their lives. So what he's implying is that, um, yeah, like they, they've never seen a good rider. And um, he was good. Like that tweet was good until the last sentence, right? He's mm -hmm. like, why is everyone so mad? And I, uh, I said, well, it's that last sentence that got you in trouble, right? And you know, you know, you can't do anything on social media anymore without getting ripped apart. So yeah. you wanted to uh, you wanted to yeah. elaborate on this RV? Go for it. Yeah, no. So I look. I um I, I love Kenny. Buddies with Kenny. Um, I think Kenny's a phenomenal rider. One of the most talented riders that I've seen. I've spent some time with him when I was still racing. He was at KTM, at my farm, um, in Florida, and training partners. So um yeah i mean we have been talking about it a lot i mean it's been it's been a, a hunter and a jet mainly a jet but both uh, hunt it's been a lawrence brothers show basically all year and you got to give them the credit for it um because they're showing up every single weekend they're 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 making very smart decisions um kenny himself uh, and we can use more writers also along uh, underneath of that but i just kenny's a phenomenal writer too has the whole package, but hasn't been able to put together nothing, taking nothing away from Kenny, but you gotta, you gotta call a spade when you see a spade. And these two boys right now are, are leaps and bounds better than the rest of the field. And back to what I was saying, not necessarily all out speed. We watch chase catch, you know, um, catch, catch jet, um, multiple times. He did it at Unadilla. He did it this last weekend at Bud's Creek. Washougal. He's done it every weekend, you know, so it's not a, a what I what we're sitting here talking about isn't just a straight up speed thing. It's no. it's 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 how they it's it's how they think when they race the motorcycle. It's 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 how they approach their their during the week, approach their weekend, the decisions they're making, the slicing and dicing that Jet just did through the pack amongst these top riders. Um, you know, that's what I see. I see that's what I see the difference. And I think that's what has to be talked about because Kenny is one of the best racers in the world. He um, is one of the best racers in the world. Skill. Great. Skill. Exactly. Great skills. Like we're not taking nothing away from anybody else, but those guys are just in a different league right now. Yeah. I, I mean, same. I, so I feel like he is going to, 
he's going to be exposed to that come SMX playoffs. I think Mm -hmm. that he's going to, yeah, he's going to see. So Kenny came on, right? And he is super talented, super technical on the bike. Well, I feel like how you were, Kenny, if you're listening, watching, you you were that guy in 2015, you Mm. know, 2014. Okay, now this is the the younger generation. So this is this is you, and we talked about you doing that. We talked about him doing that RV like back yep. in the day, right when he came in. Same thing. Same thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's just a little bit different, you know. Like I said, Kenny's on his getting older. I don't want to use the words on his way out, but he's getting older. Um, you know, he's probably got a few more years. But yeah, we're it's it's kind of like deja vu when Kenny was what you know. Not to take take away anything when Kenny was when we thought he was going to be the next, you know, Michael Jordan, let's say. Um, uh, and then obviously blew his arm up and things like that. And, and it definitely changed probably a little bit of his tra- trajectory of his career, but yeah. it's yeah. Jets in the same, same position he was in um, when we said those things about, about Ken. So, yeah. um, you know, I, uh, they're, they're look, n- taking nothing away from, from Kenny. I think I just thought we should, we should talk about it because that's why we're beating this the, the beating the dead dog uh, about Hunter and Jet because um, you know it hasn't been done for in many many years this way I, I don't think it's ever kind of been done like Jet so he's he's in uncharted waters uncharted territories at this point yeah um, I wanted to touch on one thing before we we get into Chase Sexton real quick uh, I wanted to talk uh, expand on what you were saying and bringing out that great anal- analysis on on Jet. One thing he is really good at, too, is like they talked about how the track is one line. Like, okay, well, it didn't look like it was one line for Jet. Jet is really good at taking alternate lines. And when he takes those alternate lines, he doesn't lose time. That Mm -hmm. is so hard to do. It's basically the same thing like you're you're talking about that move past AP. He two-wheel drift into the – off the main line and then two wheel drift into that, into that rut on the inside of the sand rollers, but he didn't bury the bike in and he was still able to be fast by doing that, by taking an alternate line. And that's, that's tough to do. And I think if you want to get good in those situations, you have to practice those situations also. So any Mm -hmm. kids listening, you want to be good at stuff, put yourself in those situations, learn to be fast when the track isn't perfect and a perfect example of that would be when you're at the practice track rv i don't know what you thought about this but if you had somebody at your farm that was a berm buster still being able to run good laps when the when the berms are pushed out and you're able to hop out of a rut early and still maintain that good lap that's what he's able to do and that's what's special that's what's special about him um chase uh, fell three times the first first moto um, he said, you can't be doing that. He said that, uh, then after the second moto, so we got a little taste of what's to come. He reeled, uh, jet in jet, I guess had some problems. I guess the flag was waving. He wasn't able to triple. So for sure, we've seen it multitude times this year. He's been all up on the rear tire of jet. Uh, but he dropped it right after Henry Hill. I couldn't tell it looked like he maybe hit neutral. I think watching the replay video that I watched, I watched it a couple times. I think he came in the first in down that hill after Henry Hill jumped yeah. down Henry Hill and came in a little bit hot. And I think he mistimed when he wanted to let go of the rear brake. And as he as he went over that single on the inside, the rear tire 
was the brake was on and it grabbed and it kind of dropped the front wheel down really quickly is what uh-huh. I saw. Yeah. Um, and then it body weight kind of came forward and then just washed the front wheel out. I think in those scenarios, as you know, I know Chase knows, I know all those guys know as you rip down those hills, you got to get off the brakes, you know, and, and maybe he just came in a little too hot and had to hold it longer. Cause as you know, as you, if you roll the rear tire off those, those singles with the brake on, it, it drops the front wheel. You almost get, watch jet, for example, chase a lot of times when they're jumping those jumps, you want to lob it off of those insides. And I think that's, that's what he was doing. I just think he might've come down a little too, too fast. Wasn't prepared for when he kind of, how fast it was coming in there and had to maybe trail break it a little bit longer than he would have liked off the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just a mistake. I mean, that's, that's been his biggest pitfall this year, right? Is, is mm-hmm. he's got the speed. Like we talked before, Chase has the speed. He's just yeah. got to stop making those mistakes. And, and part of that is, is being that I think Chase reeled him in, he was going a bit faster than jet. So he needs, I think he, he also has got to figure out how to make that his new normal, that pace. Right. I, I Jet's normal pace is what we see of him every weekend. And I still think, a little bit of Chase has got the speed. He can run the speed, but when he gets pushed into that to run that speed, you see those little mistakes. So I think those that needs to become Chase's new normal. That that right. pace. Yep, exactly. And that leaves me before we before we get into the uh, SMX points on the 450. Um, you know what? We're going to uh, do the quad lock question of the week. It comes from N underscore J underscore P. And, and he's a, uh, uh, this person is a loyal listener or follower. So we appreciate you. We got to one of his questions on the first ever title 24, but the uh, quad lock question of the week is from NJP. And since we're talking about Sexton, here's the, here's the question. It says, is Sexton going to be a genuine title threat in the future? If he continues to drop the bike with the regular uh, regularity, he does at the moment. So do you think, well, I mean, if he falls all the time, no, he's not going to be, he's not going to be, um, let me, let me say something real quick. Um, last year, this time, I think that we, we all were saying he's going to be the favorite for 2023. We had every right to do that. He is dogging, uh, Eli in the, um, in the motocross championship for motocross championship. I mean, it came down what to the last moto, right? Every mm-hmm. man for themselves, whoever won, won the championship. Um, he won the supercross championship. He was in the right place at the right time. That's part of it. That's what you got to do. Um, he had some help. Um, if you call in a spade, a spade, like RV said, he, he, he was, you know, got to be in it to win it, but he, he had some luck 120%. Fat, one of the fastest guys for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he he got straight up beat in Pro Motocross Championship. Uh, so it's crazy how this was supposed to be his full blown year and 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 be extremely dominant. And he has been fast and dominant at times. Um, I think he'll be good next year, but he's gonna have his hands full. So go for it. Wait, like- yeah, he's going to have his hands. So Ricky, I got. Do you think that? I mean, I, I know you have a lot of experience with Raj. I don't, just only of motocross and nations. So um, that's my experience with Raj. Do you think Raj? Um, because that's a question mark for me. Is is we see Chase, we see his speed, we see where he's at. He's he's right there. Just needs to clean up those little mistakes. Um, 
does the new team, does the new bike, does can Roger um, being under the, under the new tent? Um, is that going to, can that help him? Great question. All right. So um, I love Raj, uh, love working with him. If he's, if dude, if you're his guy and you are winning races and you are championship contender, he will fall on the sword for you. He will do everything possible like most great managers do. Yep. Here's how I, th- I look at, here's how I think it's going to play itself out. And I talked to someone at the Red Bull KTM uh, inside that team this weekend, and they're saying, hey, they're either going to make it better for Chase or they're going to make it worse. It's going to be one, <laughs> one, one or the other, okay? And um, if he doesn't come out and he's not winning and you get to round five of Supercross, I think that – I think the tone – and the vibe and the excitement of being on a new team is going to change drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Raj, Raj is awesome, but also Raj expects you to win. Raj, it feels like his, if he, Raj, and I'm sure he does, I'm sure he feels like that bike is every bit of good as the CRF 450. Uh, I haven't, I haven't ridden either of those bikes, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you which one I think is better because I haven't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of both of them look good in areas. Both of them look like they could be better in areas. So I don't know. Uh, all I do know is I feel like you get like, again, you get to round five and he's not dominant and he don't have a few race wins in there and he's not straight up winning. Uh, I think there'd be trouble on, on front street, dude. That's, that's what I think. I hope that isn't the case. I hope that I'm wrong. Uh, but he's got, you know, He's going to be dealing with the same dude, if not more. Uh, I mean, do that. Call in the spade a spade. You, yep. That's what we do on here. And I yep. know it's no, popular amongst people, but that's the facts, dude. Yep. No, I 100% agree. If it, if, if it goes the first five rounds and, you know, definitely the tune, the temperature is going to change. What I hope to see in, in, in the, in the transition and in the switch is to, is to, you know, if you could go off of a, uh, play by play, go off a of dunge, right? Suzuki switch KTM completely new platform, like literally a brand new bike for supercross and dunge was able to make it work. Um, I know the bikes are completely different now. It's been years since that, that was done. And since I was racing and dunge did that, that type of thing. Right. But I do think that being that he's going to be in his own truck, um, he's not going to have, you know, the, not the shadow, but not the, the you know being under the truck with jet being under the truck with with hunter and things like that it'll be his it'll be his show um but to your point those first really those first five rounds are so critical he needs to be make sure that he is up there with inside the top three and showing those potential maybe even just and i'm talking coming into night show the third practice of supercross he gets he puts it up on the board he's the fastest those little confidence builders okay the you know i can do it the bike's good this is what it is maybe it didn't work pan out in the main event but like we're showing that fire i think then you can start molding sculpting and building that around but if it if it comes out you know like to what your point and not 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 where they all want to be the temperature of that water is going to be damn cold well and and here's the thing now listen i want I want Chase to do well for a couple things. Like now that I'm older, like I don't want him to be miserable. Like I want mm-hmm. him to be happy. 
you know, I want to see them in the pits and be like, dude, this is awesome. And, um, you, you know, like you're doing a great job. What I do think where, where Raj will be really good at is little like how, how he's having these tip overs. I think Raj will be straight up with him. He won't sugarcoat anything. And it'd be like, dude, what in the hell are you doing? Like what happened here? What happened here? What happened here? He won't blame anything. If, if he, I feel like if Chase tries to blame the bike, boom, he's going to nip it in the bud instantly. And I think it's going to force Chase to have more personal responsibility and be accountable for the mistakes that he's making, which in turn should make Chase better and not continue to make those. So that's what that, that could be a, a fix for, for mm-hmm. what is going on also, I think, because I do think that uh, Raj will give him the truth serum and, uh, and in, the long, in the long run, I feel like, you know, Chase might not like to hear that, but in the long run for Chase's career, I think that'll be better for him. That's what Yep. I, I agree. So uh, that's enough. Uh, let's go to SMX uh, points real quick on the 450 uh, and check that out. We have, we have a, we have a run of the SMX points. So there you go. RV Chase Sexton has a command lead. Uh, he's in great spot going into the playoffs. Only run round left, uh, remaining of the promoter cross championship. Keep your eye on jet Lawrence. He's at 500 points. So, uh, that's where it's going to be fun to watch these double points and triple points in my opinion. And Oh yeah. Don't sleep on Cooper Webb, dude. I think he's got a massive chip on his shoulder and I think, I think, yeah, dude, I, I think he's going to be something in the playoffs. I really, really do. I mean, I, you, you got to hope for, for all of that, but man, I was just like, you, you brought up and made a point about jet and jets, you know, he's a, he's a ways out, but with the way the points are stacked up and they stack right. And, and, uh, dude, what a, what a storybook ending for, for jet. If he could, if he could clinch that SMX championship also. I mean, what, well, what, what was he about 156 out? Yeah. Yeah. He's about 156 out. There you go. So 500. Yeah. 166 yes. points. 166. Yep. So, that um, would be, that would be bizarre. That'd be cool. It, yeah, it would be cool. I mean, what's going to happen. And this is what I love about the SMX playoffs. Everyone listening and watching. I love the, the, the two, two moto format you are going to have to be consistent. And the guys that are consistent, especially in the double double points and the triple points, you're going to be able to accumulate a lot. And remember, because the races are shorter, there's the, there's the payout. There's a payout for the 450s right there. You see a million bucks to win, 500 grand for second, 250 for third, 200 for fourth. Not a massive jump from third to fourth, but uh, dude, if you could go that, that third to fifth, a hundy that's a big uh big yeah. job um so that's what i think i think that uh dude if you tip it over the races are going to be a little bit shorter so you're not going to have time to recover from a bad race so if you chase sexton dude if you drop it and then these guys are up front now remember we're gonna have cooper webb back anderson looks like he's starting to get a lot better um you know, i i there's gonna it's gonna be a packed house, so you're not gonna be able to march back up through the field if if you drop it in a shorter race. Well, I was just gonna say I think the what we what we need to put some emphasis on is is looking at the payout. So we know the top guys inside the top ten are fighting 
they're making decent money. The top guys are making great money inside the, you know, like, so we know, we, we know where those guys fall. This is the first time that these guys from 10th to 22nd, I mean, 22nd is 25,000, you know, 21st, 26th, it goes on the way up. That's some decent, that's some dough right there. So I think to your point, what's going to happen is just anything outside the top 10, they're going to, it's going to be a dog fight. Yeah. For everybody. So if you do, yeah, if you do drop it, if you're Chase or if you're yeah. Jet or if you're, you know, Barsha, any one of these guys that drop it, don't think you're coming through the pack like you would at, at round eight of Supercross mm-hmm. like you would here. I think these guys are going to have a have a whole nother agenda on them for. Yeah. I mean, look at right they're there. They're enticed, dude. right? Yeah. Look at right there. Eighth place, a hundred grand. That, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a. Like that's a lot of money, especially if you're guys that if, if if some of these guys that have been injured trying to pick up a few extra bucks, so they ain't gonna be just rolling over. And you brought up a great point. You, you're right, dude. Just like just say from eight, say say you're leading and you fall down, you get back up, you're in eighth place, right? Or no, you're like fifteenth. Mm, say you crash on lap three and you're back in fifteenth. Yes, to your point, catching back <laughs> up is gonna be, dude. I mean, think about it. Like you said, eight plates was a hundred grand. Like that, that doesn't have, you know, we don't see that in our sport. Um, so this is, mm-hmm. this is what's very unique about these playoffs and consistency and starts are going to be huge because I can tell you these, that, the, you know, those guys are going to be, it's going to be um, a very hard fought race. If you got to come to the pack, cause all those guys, they, they smell blood in the water, boys. They're That's coming. Funny. That's right. They are. All right, let's pay some bills real quick. I know you got to head out soon. So uh, massive thanks to United Motorsports. Appreciate that, guys. If you're in the Kentucky, Ohio area, they got six locations. Fabulous company. Check out their website, unitedmotorsports.com. Fantastic. Uh, Love the people over there. So uh, they got it going on, growing quickly. So uh, Quadlock Case, quadlockcase.com. Talk about them all the time. Uh, These guys, they, they have a great product. Fabulous. Everyone that uh, we have hooked up, uh, they love it. Uh, I got a text the other day from one of my friends in Tallahassee here. says, dude, the, the, the quad lock stuff is, is really nice. And then, of course, Boxo USA, boxousa.com. That's their site. Uh, some of the best, um, best tools in the business, uh, functionality. Uh, their toolboxes are cool because um, they have this uh, foam, right, and the foam inserts, so your tools go in there perfectly everything's organized it's trick uh promo code is title 24 that's 10 percent off of all purchases site-wide so make sure you uh save a little bit of cheddar 10 percent off like i said title 24 uh site-wide on all of our partners websites so make sure you do that uh, before we get into the iron man preview and get you out of here rv uh, got a big weekend on um, NBC. There you go right there, SMX Insider. Every Thursday, as you know, at 2 p.m., that's on YouTube with Jason Wygant and Jason Thomas. Then Friday, NASCAR Xfinity, 7 p.m. Eastern. That's at Daytona. That'll be on USA Network. Uh, Saturday, Race Day Live starts at 10 a.m. at Ironman, 250 and 450 qualifying, live on Peacock. I'll be tuned in while driving down. And then, of course, the races start at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Motocross at Ironman again. That is streaming live at Peacock, and then 7 p.m. Eastern Time NASCAR Cup Series. I'll be driving the pace car. That'll be live on NBC and Peacock. Then Sunday, the NTT IndyCar Series Worldwide Technology Raceway, 3 p.m. again Eastern, uh, 
3.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Great, great weekend of racing on NBC. I'm looking forward to going to uh, going for uh, Daytona. Try not to stuff that um, pace car in the fence. It'd be pretty <laughs> cool. I get some uh, get some ratings. Uh, real quick, Iron Man. What we got, dude? What do you think? Pretty pretty self-explanatory. Well, I think um, I, I really I haven't rode Iron Man's track. Um, it's a good racetrack. Yeah, I, it, it looks good. It, it's got it's what I see from it. It looks like it's pretty technical. It gets ruddy. It's got some really um, you get some really hard base slippery stuff that it gets exposed, but it yeah. also has some really tacky areas. So um, it's got that that fix big. It's got some fast sections, big jumps. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It tends to rain there in the past, right? Like it, I've seen, I don't know, 50, 50 chance. Like it yeah. seems like every year it's like, oh, it's, it's, it, 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 you know, could rain. So I haven't looked at the weather. Don't know about that, but, um, I'm just looking forward to it. You know, um, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a round. good finale round, you know, good. good, last good round yeah. Right. I think, uh, Hey, key things to, for everyone to tune in RV. We didn't have a chance to talk on it. Bubble Riders in the 250. Uh, Styles Robertson is right on that edge. So if you're Styles Robertson, you got to get out there. And then the guys that are above the cut line, make sure you you hang on to it. Execution, good starts. So the bubble the bubble spots are going to be fun to watch. I'm sure you can check it out on, on smx.com. Uh, they have all that stuff there. So that that'll be a lot uh, a lot of fun to see. Forkner, he's outside looking in after his race last this past weekend, which he did really well. Mm -hmm. um, I think he'll be able to, I think he'll get in on points. So that, that'll be, uh, that'll be fun to watch RV. I want you to tell everyone on title 24 where you're going today and what you're doing. So we can tune in and see what we where the, where yeah, we're. That's right. We're heading over to, uh, I fly out at three 45 to, uh, London Heathrow and I'll be there for seven days. So Ricky, you're going to have to find you as a co-host for my All day. Right. All right. And, uh, but no, I'm going over for the VET MXON. So it's it's uh, the VET Motocross of Nations at Fox Hills. Um, Doc Wobbs and Dave King are putting on, they put on an amazing event. I actually raced it last year um, for Team USA. We got we got another win on there. So nice. undefeated so far, you know, on, on MXON. So thank you very much. Who's on your team, dude? Who's on um, your so last year, we, last year we had myself, Brownie, and Osborne. This year... Um, it's Tyler Bowers, Brownie and Osborne. Um, right. I had to, I had to, to be that guy and leave him hanging. I haven't rode as you know, Ricky, when you, I'm still fast enough to, there, there it I'm is. Still, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Um, I'm still fast enough to get myself out there and I will put myself in trouble. So I figured this year for myself, swinging a leg over the, over the motorcycle, um, and not having any preparation and what I mean by any preparation, like literally off the couch. Um, I figured it wasn't a very smart idea, so I opted out of the racing, but I'm going over for, for a great time autographs, go see everybody's so friendly over there at, at uh, amongst docs, doc Wobbs and Dave yeah. King and, and the whole event. It's just, it's just rad. I, I love going to Europe. What a special opportunity to see all you guys and legends. And, you know, like you, you think about those people over there. You know, they, they, they haven't been exposed to someone like yourself. So it's certainly special. I'm glad you're going over there. I want you to be safe. Keep the, keep it up. Keep the two wheel, keep the shiny side up, brother. That's right. No, we will. We're, we're, uh, I think we'll do the legends lap is what we'll do. And as for us for that, we're going to watch some good racing. I know like Tommy Searles racing at Neville Bradshaw. Um, there's some Brad Anderson, there's some heavy hitters, right. Um, oh, yeah. that, you know, 
that are still racing like British GPs or current, you know, smaller things, not MXGP or, you know, racing here in the States, but nevertheless, those guys can, can, uh, they can rail. Oh yeah. They can rail. Well, good luck. Um, All right. Another good show. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. We appreciate you guys. Uh, you guys are incredible fans as always. Thanks for commenting and liking and all that fun stuff. Remember, you can always check us out live uh, on Peacock. It's always our on-demand on Peacock or the Motorsports on NBC's YouTube page, of course. And then uh, if you just want to listen, make sure you go to Amazon Music. Uh, just go to Amazon.com slash NBC Sports to get all the podcast shows. Uh, you can get uh, in, and you can listen to us if you don't have the availability to watch. Uh, again, appreciate uh, United Motorsports, Quad Lock Case, and uh, Boxo USA for being a partner. And RV, we will find someone to fill in next week, and you will be back. Uh, it will be before, let's see here, before the first inaugural SMX. That's right. I will be at um, all three of those SMX rounds. We will do. Yes. We will be doing race day live. So, oh, dude, breaking some news. Breaking some news right here on Title 24. Yep, so we're doing it. Yeah, we're nice. good. I love it. I love it. All right, well, good luck over there. Again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to uh, RVNI's podcast. We'll see you next